0: 3, two, one. Here we go Broadcasting to the four corners of the conservative universe It's the Matlock Show He loves all things conservative politics And if there's a microphone nearby You can bet he'll be the one beating the left over the head with it And now, a true original The Common Sense Conservative Here's your host, Matlock Oh, yeah, that's right. Welcome in the Matlock Show Thursday edition. Man, I'll tell you what, I am so busy. You guys are so fantastic. I love it. I have never, I'm telling you, I've never been this busy in my life. I'm digging it. I love doing radio. I love talking to you. I'm going to bring you an hour of fantastic radio here. Hey, by the way. Shirts are available over at the, at, at thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. I've got the Matlock Show logo shirt, and I've got beating the left over the head with it because you know I'm beating the left over the head with it. I'm taking it to them every day, baby. I'm on fire. You guys are blowing it up. Numbers on Spreaker are through the roof. Numbers on Facebook, America's Voice. I mean, I have got tens of thousands of people listening a day. Love it. Thank you. Keep sharing. Please find me over uh, at Twitter, Instagram, Parlor at Real Matt Locke, L-O-C-K-E. You can find me at the Cartel Matt or the Matt Locke Show on Facebook. And, of course, America's Voice News live from 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday on your iOS, your Android, your Apple TV, your Roku, your Fire Stick, or just americasvoice.news so do that. Um, Hats are going to be in. It looks like beginning next week. I've got a couple orders. You know who you are. They're going out immediately once I get them. I'll mark them shipped and ready to go in my store once that happens, but uh, I'm just waiting on hats. You guys have just overwhelmed me. You took that first order. It takes... It takes about 10 days to turn those hats around, and I have been so daggone busy. I just haven't had any time. So I do apologize for that, but I got a couple of you who have bought some hats, got some T-shirts. I'll be wearing my T-shirt tomorrow. I'm going to go pick up some T-shirts. I got a local guy down here doing them. It's fantastic. They should be ready to go. Got lots to talk about today. We've got whistleblowers. We've got uh, the Saudi oil fields got attacked. We've got Arizona Democrats are preparing to censure one of their own for not voting the way they want her to. It's amazing. And then we're going to talk some more climate. I mean, this eco-anxiety crap and all that, I talked about it yesterday. We're going to get into that because now, of course, you know we've got these morons, these kids. I mean, we're going to get into all this as the hour unfolds. Um, This part of the show brought to you by Scars and Stripes Coffee. Get over to Scars and stripescoffee.com s c a r s or you can go to the the links over there on the website but they're a fantastic company they sell coffee but what they do is they empower veterans they give them an e-commerce platform to sell this coffee to sell this merchandise and they make money they need a mission the 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 these men and women who come back from theater, who come back from being deployed, they need another mission. They need they need something. They want to start their own business. Scars and Stripes Coffee has set it up. It's amazing. It's completely 100% veteran sales force. So if you want to help a veteran out, if you want to help them further their business and buy great coffee, head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com. Do it now. Okay, let's get after this, shall we? Hey, tonight, by the way, a little programming to note. Um, Tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern, I'm going to be on the Big Sard Show. He asked me to be on. Look, I, I, I've said this from the very beginning, and I'll say it to the very end. I'm here to help. I'm here to do whatever I can to help. I, I don't believe in backstabbing people. I don't believe in running people down. That is not my shtick. And if I can help you in any way, I will. I've been very busy. I was on last night on The Answer in San Diego. Had a great time with that. Filled in for Andrea Kay. She's so nice. But I had a great time with that. I'm on Big Sarge's show tonight, 6 p.m. Eastern. Mark your calendar. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but I'm sure it's going to be good. Because, you know, hey, look. Got Big Sarge. Got Matt Lockwood. What what else you need? So I'm going to be on there at 6 p.m. tonight. Make sure you find Big Sarge. Go over there and follow that. We'll be talking, I'm sure, all kinds of things. But I want to get into this today because... This article I, I came across this morning, I, I covered it in the television show, but it's worth covering here on the podcast because it's so outrageous, and I'm so sick of it, and I'm going to go into more depth here because I can't say a lot of things. So there's, you know, over at America's Voice News, americasvoice.news. I love them. They're giving me plenty of exposure, but I got to watch what I say, and that's okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. I really am. need to mind my P's and Q's. need to be above reproach. I like to do that with my podcast, too. I mean, I don't say the F word or GD. But I will say some things here that I can't say there. And I want to talk about this because articles this morning out of Fox News, whistleblower complaint reportedly on Trump promise to foreign leader. Now, I want you to think about this for a second. A whistleblower complaint that reportedly involved allegations that President Trump made a troubling and unspecified promise to a foreign leader touched off a new Washington firestorm on Thursday as the intelligence community's top watchdog testified on the matter and the president adamantly denied the accusations. I want you to think about that. I want you to think about that. When Trump is talking to a foreign leader, do you think he's the only one on the line? Seriously. You know people are listening in. You know intelligence agencies are listening in. It's the damn president of the United States. He's not on that phone by himself. Never. And there's people in the room with him. So think about this. Do you think Trump is going to do something? I mean, this is, once again, this is nothing but an attempt to paint our president as a buffoon. How else would you look at it? He's so stupid. He's so he's so braggadocious, and he's so he thinks he's so good that he just saying things that troubles us. He, we're once again, twenty fifth amendment. The left. I said this on the TV show today. I'm going to say it today on the radio. The left had a miserable day yesterday. They got their asses handed to them by Corey Lewandowski. I was listening to Rush Limbaugh yesterday. It was so funny. He was so spot on with this. It was amazing. The left thought they were going to walk Lewandowski out of that hearing in handcuffs. Because by God, there's collusion somewhere, even though Mueller couldn't find it $40 million later, neither could the IG or anybody else, but by goodness, something was going to come out of that, right? So the the whole Democrat Party is just aghast. They're they're, they're just pissed that the bumbling, (laughs) this is funny, because Rush did a montage yesterday about the mainstream media, which is really the Democrat Party. It's just an arm of the Democrat Party. They're pissed. The Democrats got played by Corey Lewandowski. So what do you see this morning? A Washington Compost report that Trump made unspecified promises to foreign leaders. Now, I want you to think about this because it says the details surfaced overnight. How convenient. In a Washington Compost report, but many specifics remain unclear, including the identity of the foreign leader anonymous the compost but you know they don't have any specifics what the hell kind of reporting is this well we had a whistleblower complaint but we can't tell you any of the details but trump's a moron and we know and, and, and but we don't have any details we don't know who the foreign leader is but we're going to run out there and run it anyway and you watch there'll be a retraction of that story sometime today or tomorrow because they're a bunch of idiots Now, do you think for a second now, Trump, this is, you know, this is presidential harassment, plain and simple. Trump says it too, but all they're doing is harassing this president. Could you imagine what our president could get done if he had any of their damn help? I mean, this is just getting absurd. I'm getting so pissed off about it. It just drives me nuts. I got mad this morning on the show. It just makes you madder than hell. Now, Trump railed against the post's reporting in a flurry of tweets That alleged his communications with foreign leaders was being blown out of proportion. Listen to this tweet. He says, another fake news story out there. And it is. It's a distraction, my friends. The Democrats got their asses handed to them yesterday. They're licking their wounds. So what happens? Bring in the media to help them out. Bring in the fake media. Let's gin up some fake outrage. And let's make sure we change the subject. Another fake news story out there, the president says, it never ends. Virtually any time I speak on the phone to a foreign leader, get this, he says, I understand there may be many people listening from various U.S. agencies, not to mention those from the other country itself. No problem, Trump said. Knowing all of this, is anybody dumb enough to believe that I would say something inappropriate with a foreign leader while on such a potentially heavily populated call. There it is. That, that right there is the crux of the argument. The mainstream media wants you to believe Trump's dumb. They want you to believe he's some schoolboy knucklehead. Their, their candidates suck. I mean, Biden's a bumbling idiot, old corn pops, and straight razors, and chains, and the stupidity that comes out of that guy's mouth. 720 million women are going to get back in the workforce, even though the 330 million population in America, they have no vision, no platform, no candidates. So what does the mainstream media do? They run to help them out because their people are a bunch of blithering idiots. It's the exact opposite of what's going on in this country today. The media is nothing but a sham. And if you think first, and I'm tired of this, President Donald Trump is not stupid. I watched him maneuver at that debate, or at the debate, at that rally on Monday night. That dude is intelligent beyond intelligence. He worked the crowd. He knew exactly what to do. That guy is as sharp as a tack. You think one minute that you're trying to convince me that he's a moron and that he doesn't understand what he just exactly said, that someone isn't monitoring this phone call and making sure everything goes right. You think he's dumb enough to believe he would say anything inappropriate to a foreign leader? Give me a damn break. What a bunch of trash! And they wonder why we call them fake news? They are. I, I was. What was I looking at yesterday? I'm gonna try to settle down here. Boy, am my, my blood pressure's high. I'm sweating. It's hot in this this podcast office here. I'm telling you, I am on fire. I just got done with my hour TV show. I thought I'd come in here and record my hour podcast. Now I'm all fired up. I'm just sweaty. I'm gonna take a shower when I'm done. I feel I feel icky. All right, I'm gonna take a drink of my coffee. I was looking yesterday on Instagram. And of course, I see this post from Donald Trump Jr. Now, Donald Trump Jr. has somewhere in the vicinity of 2 million Instagram followers, right? But yet, what does Instagram do to him and his father, real Donald Trump? If you go to Instagram, at least yesterday, and you type in Donald Trump Jr., Donald J. Trump Jr., or Donald J. Trump, the search engine doesn't bring either of their accounts up. Do you think they're being censored? Do you think they're being shadow banned? I mean, do do you think? Oh, I believe they are. You know, I talked about this the other day. I'm on America's Voice News. Our competitor, Right Side Broadcasting Network, RSBN, they've got a huge following on YouTube. YouTube shut their live stream down. No reason, no community strikes, had nothing going for them. And I had this conversation with Ben that's out there at America's Voice. I don't want to say his last name because I know I'll say it wrong. I can I don't know how to pronounce not. but you know who he is. And I said he said you know it's, it's outrageous. I'm like, well it is outrageous. But we're conservatives. It's not illegal. YouTube can do whatever the hell YouTube wants to do because we don't pay for I don't pay for YouTube. I don't pay for Facebook. I don't pay for Twitter. I don't pay for Instagram. Don't pay for any of them. That's their platform. I know, and this is what I'm getting tired of. I'm telling you what I'm getting tired of. I don't like it that they shut RSBN down, but here's the deal. If they have every right to, it's their platform. You you know that going in. Don't build your platform on social media. I had a conversation with Chad Prather about a year. Well, what was it? Probably about maybe two years ago now, because I've been in this state for two years now, maybe close to two years ago now, him and I had this really in depth conversation. And if you go over to watchchad.com, which is his website, you'll find out where he's at, all of his, his uh, Star Spangled Banter tour, the uh, Liberty, the Eagles of Liberty tour that he's doing with all those guys and all that stuff. You'll find that. But he looked at me, oh, probably a year and a half, two years ago, and he says, you know, it's suicide now to try to build up your celebrity on social media. And he's right. He's right. I mean, if you go, if you go to Facebook, if you you go to Twitter and you look up Chad now, he has some followers, right? But they don't build anymore. And I'm telling you, you guys are fantastic. You're blowing me up. The cartel, Matt, just this week alone, I've had over 500 likes to the page. Thank you. I'm on America. You know, it's hard to do. I mean, it, that's what's crazy about all this stuff. It is hard to do. <laughs> I put this meme out of Ron Burgundy, and you guys have blown it up. It's it's almost at a half a million touches. I can't believe it, which is probably helping, right? But Chad and I had this you know, conversation. He's like, you know, I came in when I could build my brand. And I remember uh, Chad had Political Cowboy Facebook page. And I can remember when he first started that political cowboy Facebook page, and it was growing. I mean, it literally was growing at somewhere around five to 10,000 likes a day. It was crazy. I mean, he was getting 30, 40, 50, 60, 70,000 likes a week. And we were watching that thing just spin, spin, spin. And for like the first month, I mean, he's just hammering it like 250, 300,000 in that first month. And then another 150, 200 in that second month. Then another 150, 200 in that third month. And all of a sudden, he's at th- three quarters of a million followers. And right before he hit a million, Facebook found him and er, it stopped almost immediately. I mean, just crazy. And I don't even know. Let me see if I can look this up here while we're sitting here. Let me see if I can find the political cowboy and see where he's at because this has been, I mean, this has been a year and a half ago now that he's that he was working Political Cowboy. Yeah, Political Cowboy only has 919,000 likes. They won't let him get to a million. Chad Prather is all over the country. Chad Prather is on The Blaze. He's got Humor Me. He's got his podcast. He's out touring. You don't think he would get a million people to like that page because he promotes it all the time. But yet here we are. I mean, he had somewhere in the neighborhood of eight, seven, eight hundred about a year and a half ago, and he's only collected about another hundred thousand. I mean, my page is growing, but you're not going to do it. That's my whole point. So when YouTube comes in and shuts down Right Side Broadcasting Network, what do you do? There isn't anything you can do. And Right Side's like, oh, you know, they're taking. Nope. We know. We know going in that these platforms are free. Now I'm going to tell you, if they cost money, like me, we. I would be ticked off if they shut me down, if I was paying for a product, because that's a service you're now paying for. It's not a free site. It's not a free social media site. You know, we the saying the, the is, and I talk about it all the time, Twitter, Twitter kills me on followers. I used to have about 65,000 Twitter followers. Now I have like 46,000. They literally have taken about 18,000 of my followers away in the last year. It's just every day, hundred here, hundred there, hundred, and I just know it. There's nothing I can do. I'm sitting there trying to grow. I'm trying to grow on Twitter, but it just doesn't happen because why? I am conservative. I love this country. I'm not a Democrat. So when we see this stuff, I want to go back to this conversation because here's what I was talking about. Look, we don't have control over this. We don't have control over these outlets. See, you got to make a different. You got to make. You got to make a better mousetrap. Or you just have to go with what you know because they own it. If they kicked Right Side Broadcasting off YouTube, they did. They may kick me off. I only got 100 subscribers over the Matlock Show. If you want to go subscribe, you can. My America's Voice TV shows up on YouTube. But you know, so is my audio over there for this show. But in the end, I don't get to control it because I don't own it. And I don't pay for it. But the whole thing is the fake news media, I want to go back to this whistleblower, you know, article here because it's so stupid. They're the ones out there telling you that Trump's stupid. He's saying braggadocious things. And you know what they're trying to do? They're they're distracting you and it's projection because they have nobody. The Democrat Party has no one. They have no vision, no candidates. They all suck. And they try to tell you that Trump's unfit and mentally unstable to be president of the United States. And here's why. Because he's talking to foreign leaders about inappropriate stuff and promises. It is, it is presidential harassment. Now, the Post reported that a U.S. intelligence official filed the formal complaint in regards to the communications with the unnamed foreign leader. The complaint, in turn, has triggered a showdown with Congress. Imagine that. <clears throat> Excuse me. After acting director of national intelligence, Joseph McGuire, would not share details of it to the lawmakers. Those lawmakers were sure to press Intelligence Committee Inspector General Michael Atkinson for details during the Thursday's closed-door session for the House Intelligence Committee. Now, here's where it gets good. Here's what pisses me off. Ahead of the testimony, Intelligence Committee Chairman Rep. Adam Schiffberbrains told CBS's Face the Nation that the watchdog found the complaint to be urgent and credible. He says, I can't go into the contents, but I can tell you that at least according to the director of national intelligence, this involves an issue of privileged communications, he said. So I think it's fair to assume this involves either the president or people around him or both. Now, I'm going to tell you something here. I want you to know something here because a lot of people don't know this. When the president speaks, nothing's classified. Seriously. The, the president can declassify anything at any time. The president cannot be held, because I want you to understand this. This happened with B- Barack Obama, with W. Bush, with Clinton. When the president says it, it's not it's no longer classified. So they can't get him. That's the whole thing here. These aren't privileged communications, because that would mean classified. Go look it up. The president can say anything. It's not good. It's not good that he would give away classified information, but it no longer becomes classified if he says it. And here we are. Now, here's the meat of the story. Here's what drives me completely nuts because so far, so far, let me lay this out for you, okay? We've got a whistleblower, anonymous, fine. we got whistleblower protections. I don't care, right? It happens. You want some whistleblowers. You want to know what's going on with the government. You want to make sure that your politicians are following the law and doing the right thing, right? So you got these whistleblower protections. You've got an, an, an anonymous whistleblower. You've got an anonymous foreign leader. And you don't know what the hell he said, right? And we've got Adam rain saying, well, you know, uh, the national intelligence, it involves privileged communications. So he added that if the director of national intelligence is going to undermine the whistleblower protections, it means that people are going to end up taking the law into their own hands. That's what the Democrats do already. Oh, I'm irritated. I mean, do you ever listen to the Democrats? Do you ever listen to what these idiots say? You can't take the law. No one's above the law unless you're an illegal effing alien. And then everything's, you're above the law and everything. Come on in. Let us give you free college and health care and jobs and place to live and anything. But no, we don't want anybody to take the law into their own hands. That's what you do what you're doing right now. It's what California's doing. Kate Steinley shot by a freaking illegal alien at worst case scenario, involuntary manslaughter. He killed her. The gun in his hands went off, shot her. She's dead. He walks scot free. You're telling me that no one should take the law into their own hands. You effing moron. But yet we see it every day in California. We see it every day at the damn border. And we see this stupid shit all the time and it pisses me off. All right. Recollect myself here. Because you and I aren't above the law. I don't want to be above the law. There's a reason that we have laws in this country. Whew. I'm just, I'm, I'm pissed. So this just pisses me off. And you got the, this is a game. I see this so clearly. And I want to lay this out to you. I said this on TV today. I'm going to say it now. The Democrat Party sucks. They're morons. They're idiots. They don't know what they're doing. So, what are they trying to do? They're distracting you. They're distracting you. They need, they think that you're dumb. They think that you and I are unintelligent. It's so degrading. And then this little shit has the audacity to tell us that people are going to end up taking the law into their own hands and they're going to go directly to the press instead of the mechanisms that Congress set to protect us. What a baby. God, I don't, I don't like that guy. I don't like Schiff for brains at all. The dude is a weasel. And oh, by the way, where's that all that? Where's all of that collusion? You know, evidence you have, Schiff. Where is it? You told us the the president was so guilty, but now you're worried that you know people are going to end up taking the law into their own hands. Now, Schiff subpoenaed Maguire, saying he was withholding a whistleblower complaint from Congress and questioning whether he had been directed to do so by the White House or the Attorney General here we go. Let them do their damn jobs. In a letter Tuesday, the general counsel for the Office of Director of National Intelligence, Jason Klitnick, wrote that the agency is protecting the whistleblower and argued the allegations do not meet the definition of urgent concern. He said the complaint, concerned conduct from someone outside the intelligence community, and did not relate to intelligence activity under the DNI supervision. So it's a lie. It's blown out of proportion. It's not right. But what's the left doing? They need a smokescreen because they suck. Schiff said last week that McGuire is required to share the complaint with Congress and said the attempt to hold it back raises serious concerns about whether White House, Department of Justice, or other Executive branch officials are trying to prevent a legitimate whistleblower complaint from reaching its intended recipient in order to cover up serious misconduct. So they're hiding. See, this is Congress. They're hiding things. They're, oh, my God, they're hiding things. Trump said things, anonymous things to anonymous leaders in anonymous times. And, oh, my God, it's a true, oh, we got to go, we got to, we got to investigate it. See how this works. Yeah, how this works. But we don't investigate anything on the left. It's crazy. All right, guys. Head over to CombatFlipFlops.com. I'm going to take a quick breath here because I'm pissed. Head over to CombatFlipFlops.com. Use Lock25, L-O-C-K-E, 25. Say 25% off on their website. Anything on there. They sell all kinds of stuff. Shoes, merchandise, flip flops. I've got the Coyotes i got the Flop Raider Coyotes. I've got the Zero Rise and the Regulars. Love them both. I mean, I wear flip-flops all the time. I love them. I mean, they're so well-made. They're amazing. They cost me like 22 bucks with 25% off. Lock 25, L-O-C-K-E, 25. We'll get you 25% off the website today. Head over to CombatFlipFlops.com. Do it now. Well, I know. I'll tell you. We're running out of flip-flop weather up north. Down here in Texas, still 90 degrees. I I can wear my flip-flops almost to January. I understand. That we're running, these are, you know, I understand that this is a climate deal. You know, we're gonna talk about some climate change later. We're gonna talk about the weather, but you don't wear flip flops in the winter, and I get that, but you can still head over to combatflipflops.com. They've got merchandise, they've got shirts, they've got all kinds of other stuff that you could buy. And if you use Lock Two Five, I get paid for it. See, that's how it works. Need some money, kids. Let's go. Fun, 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 fun me. That way I can keep doing this. Not that, you know, not that I'm gonna stop, because I'm not, but. It'd be nice. I like making money. I'm a capitalist. I like money. I like money and I like beer. Thank you, Brett Kavanaugh. All right, so we're going to move on here. CombatFlipFlops.com. Use lock two five. Do it now. Hey, I want to give a plug. I should do this and I've not done this and I've been a bad guy. Uh, RoadrunnerMedia.net. Scott over there, he, he did my websites fantastic, exactly what I want him to do. He does a bunch of stuff for me. It's so cool. He puts up links. He helps me with my shop, everything else. If you're looking for a website design, if you're looking for an e-commerce design, if you're looking for site management, anything like that, head over to RoadRunnerMedia.net. I want to give him a plug. He is a great dude, and he helps me out a ton, and I appreciate it, Scott. So hopefully you're listening because I do appreciate it. Um, I want to talk about Saudi Arabia. Talked about this last night. I filled in for Andrea Kay on the answer out in San Diego. Had a great time, by the way. Hour, an hour. I'm telling you, it just goes so fast when you do terrestrial radio because you have all those breaks. You know, it just you got I don't know 18, 20 minutes of of ad blocks. So you only got about 40 minutes in an hour. Here, I've got a full hour, right? But uh, Saudi, Saudi oil attacks are an act of war by Iran, not Yemen rebels. Pompeo claims. Um, U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo yesterday doubled down on accusations Iran is responsible for the weekend bombing on Saudi Arabia's oil facilities, telling reporters the strike was an act of war. Now, I, I talked about this last night. I'm going to talk about it now. Those are serious words. When you say an act of war, that's some serious stuff. That's that's not to be taken lightly. Now, I asked the audience out there in San Diego last night. I'll ask you guys here at Real Matt Locke on Twitter. Um, what should President Trump do about it? What should you do about it? I've seen gas prices go up here in Fort Worth by about 20 cents a gallon. We're right now, I think we're paying, and it's not terrible. I think we're paying like 229 a gallon of gas down here it was like 209. Um, we've been down as low. I mean, I've been here it'll be two years next month. I've seen gas down here as low as a buck seventy nine. And I'm gonna tell you, anytime gas around a couple bucks, pretty good. I- I'm okay with that. Anytime you start approaching three, three fifty, not good with that. But right now, it's about $229. It's not terrible. I can fill my tank up in my Acura TL for about $32. Bucks. And that normally lasts me about 7 to 10 days. So I'm, I'm, I'm running around doing everything I need to do and all that stuff for about 30 bucks, And I probably spend somewhere in the neighborhood of 75 to 100 bucks a month in gas. Part of doing business, part of running around, part of you know traveling, doing what you do. I'm okay with it, but I'm going to tell you. We're watching some rhetoric fly back and forth of what's happening here with Saudi Arabia. Now, Pompeo, speaking from Saudi Arabia, added that even if the fraudulent claims of responsibility by the Yemen Houthi rebels were true, it doesn't change the fingerprints of the Iran Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ayatollah, Ali Khamenei as having put at risk the global energy supply, which he has. That's why we're energy independent. That's why Trump wanted to do this. That's why we're the biggest net exporter of oil now. Because... It does put the global energy supply in peril. His comments come after hours after President Trump tweeted he had ordered Treasury Secretary, Treasury Secretary Steve Munchin to substantially increase sanctions on Iran amid escalating tensions between the two countries. Uh, here's Donald Trump on Twitter. I have just instructed the Secretary of Treasury to substantially increase sanctions on the country of Iran. Earlier this week, Trump said it was looking like Iran was responsible for the bombing and did not publicly accuse Tehran Tehran of the attack. Well, it's looking that way, the president told reporters at the White House on Monday when asked if Iran was responsible. We'll let you know definitely, he added. That's being checked out right now. So the threat, which was sent via the Swiss embassy in Tehran, also condemned previous remarks made by Secretary Pompeo and other high-ranking U.S. officials suggesting Iran was behind the move. Iran's response will be prompt and strong, and it may include broader areas than the source of attacks, Iran's mere news agency reported. Tehran's FARS news agency added that any response would be rapid and crushing. Now, Saudi military spokesman Colonel Turkey al-Maliki said the attack came from the north without saying specifically where it originated. Iraq and Iran are to the north of Saudi Arabia across the Persian Gulf. Says, quote, the attack could not have originated from Yemen, he said, disputing the claim by Yemen's Iranian-backed Houthi rebels that they launched the weapons. I want you to think about that. If it came from Iran, it's Iran. If it came from Yemen, it's Iran. It's Iran. The Houthi backed, the Iran-backed Houthi rebels. Saudi officials said the cruise missile, which had what appeared to be a jet engine attached to it, was a land attack cruise missile that failed to explode. Almost certainly it's Iran-backed, Prince Khalid bin Bandor. Saudi Arabia's ambassador to the United Kingdom told the BBC. We are trying not to react too quickly because the last thing we need is more conflict in the region. Now, that's what I'm going to ask you. An act of war is a very strong thing to say. I talked about this last night. I'm going to talk about it again today. Um, We're not the world's policemen. Saudi Arabia is our ally. But shouldn't Saudi Arabia defend itself? Just asking, right? I mean, we would defend ourselves, right? Shouldn't Saudi Arabia defend itself? At Real Matlock on Twitter for your answer, but I don't believe we should be the world's policemen. Period. Now, if it's because of our interests, it's another matter. When American interest flies into this deal, where's our Ameri- Where's the American interest in Saudi Arabia? Seriously, where is it? They create oil. They're our ally. They didn't attack us. They didn't come to America and attack us. Because you come to America and attack us, we are going to take you out. Iraq, Syria, 59 Tomahawk missiles. Syria didn't come here, but I'm telling you. So should there be a retaliation? Is this an act of war? Should America be involved in it at all? Those are the questions that weigh heavily on my mind because you know me here. I have a heart for veterans. I love our veterans, and I don't want to unnecessarily put them in harm's way for who? For Saudi Arabia? For a little bit of damn oil? Now, President Trump came out. I'm going to tell you what I believe, too. Here's what I'm going to tell you, and I believe this to be true, and I hope he does it. If Saudi Arabia wants us to back their play, open the checkbook. Now, you all may say we're not mercenaries. Hell no, but nothing in this life is free. Nothing in this life is free. You want something, you got to pay for it in some way. Monetarily, your time, your effort, whatever it may be, you have to pay for it in some sort of trade. So if Saudi Arabia wants us to back their play, open the checkbook. And Trump said that much. President Trump said, look, you better, you know, look, we're not going to do this for free. Oil money, whatever it is. We're not coming over there to rebuild your crap. We're not coming over there to be the world's policeman. We're not coming over there to protect you. But if you want our help, open the checkbook. Now, Iran's state-run news agency also reported that the country's president, and the foreign minister, may not be able to attend next week's high-level meetings at the United Nations because the U.S. has yet to issue them valid visas. Should he? I mean, should Trump allow them into the U.S.? Should he give them valid visas? I mean, the U.N. is on U.S. soil. Should we do that? Because it says, as host of the U.N.'s headquarters, the U.S. is mandated to offer world leaders and diplomats visas to attend meetings there. It says, but as tensions have risen, the U.S. has put increasing restrictions on Iranians like Iran Foreign Minister Mohammad Javad Zarif since becoming Iran's president in 2013, Hassan Rouhani, has spoken each year at the General Assembly. Now, should he allow these knuckleheads into the United States? Should he give them visas? Now, Iran's talking tough. Rouhani told his cabinet that Saudi Arabia should see the weekend attack as a warning that Saudi Arabia end its war in Yemen, where it has fought the Houthi rebels since 2015 and sought to restore the internationally recognized government. Rouhani said Yemenis... Did not hit hospitals, they did not hit schools, they did not hit bazaars, referring to the Saudi led coalition's widely criticized air, t- air strikes on civilian targets. You ever notice that? I talked about this last night, and I'm gonna talk about this in here again today. I mean, we watch Hezbollah lob bombs into Israel. And what does the media say? Oh, well, Israel shot bombs back. It's Israel. They never talk about the terrorists. And here is Iran saying, well, you know, um, Saudi Arabia is doing airstrikes on civilians. They're hitting schools, hospitals. No, they're not. What propaganda. And here we are. The problem is, there are bad people in the world. There's evil in this world. And those goat herders over there, they ain't going to change. This is a religious war. I mean, they're going to kill each other. Over Allah or whoever the hell they practice their religion with they're gonna should we be over there should we care should we protect our interests first now i'll tell you what the french this cracks me up on wednesday french president emmanuel macron's office announced experts from his nation will be traveling to saudi arabia to help the kingdom make french toast (laughs) it was funny last night too i mean these idiots the french have had their freaking tail between their legs since world war ii if it weren't for the united states the french would be talking german You'd be of the master race. Stop it. Because Macron is sending experts um, to shed light on the origin and methods of the attack. France has been trying to find a diplomatic solution since World War II. Yeah. Uh, they've been trying to find some – some some. I <laughs> uh, crack myself up sometimes. They're trying to find diplomatic solutions to the tension between Iran and the U.S. So any conclusion they draw could be used as a third-party assessment of what happened. Uh, they don't want any fighting, French, because they're, they're, they're pussies. I said it. I shouldn't, but I did. Bunch of pansies. Way to come over and save your ass. we got to do it again. Keep keep making the French toast, Macron, and go back to your little 65-year-old wife and your 38. Crazy. Anyway, um. Just crazy. What's your opinion? At Real Matlock on Twitter. You know, should we be helping Saudi Arabia? Should it cost? What should Trump do? Act of war? I mean, what does that mean? You know, what what does all that mean? All right. I'm um, going to change gears here. Arizona Democrats. This is a weird story to me. I wanted to bring it up, and I'm going to finish off the show with climate change today. But uh, Arizona Democrats are preparing to censure Kristen Cinema. You know why? She's a Democrat, by the way. Beat uh, Martha McSally, I believe, out there in 18. Yeah, Martha McSally in 18. Um, They want to censor her. The Democrat Party wants to censor her. You know why? Because she's not voting left enough. Seriously. They're mad that she's not voting left enough. A group of Arizona Democrats are preparing to censure Senator Kirsten Sinema for what they believe is a lacking progressive voting record at the state party's convention this weekend. You can't make this crap up. The Arizona Democratic Party's Progressive Caucus has readied a document listing their grievances against the freshman senator. The progressives accuse Cinema of selling out to Trump and the Republicans. They're especially incensed with her vote to confirm William Barr as attorney general in addition to a recent refusal to, co- to co-sponsor a net neutrality the bill. They're mad that she's not voting the way they want her to vote. And you see, that's funny because you elected her You thought you were going to get some. See, we see this all the time on the right. We see these rhinos on the right that we sit there and we scratch our heads and we say, wait a minute, he or she was on the campaign trail and said they were going to vote this way, right? Happens all the time. He or she was going to vote this way and then they don't. But we don't sit there and say, oh, my God, we got to censure those people. We just vote them out. But the Democrats, how dare you leave the plantation? You want to talk? I mean, think about that for a second. Think about the Democratic Party and what they're saying currently right now. They want to censor one of their senators because she's not doing what they tell her to do. That's not a republic. That's a dictatorship. But who keeps claiming, is who, who keeps saying Donald Trump's the dictator? I mean, seriously. When you start looking at this, who keeps saying Republicans are dictators, but what are they doing? They're dictating what Kirsten Cinema can do, and they're pissed that she's not voting the right way. Can you make this garbage up? I mean, it is unbelievable. And yet here we are. Here we are. The same old deal. And, and, and they're pissed. They're pissed. Cinema usually votes as a traditional progressive Democrat voting against most of President Trump's nominees and against legislation favored by the Republican Senate majority. She has cast a few votes, deviating from the Democrat Party's positions, evidently enough to make her a target of progressives in Illinois. Wow. She won a contentious election against now-Senator Martha McSally, who is in there. Uh, McSally has since been appointed to the Senate in seat formerly held by John McCain. Arizona is a nominally red state. That is increasingly trending purple due to mass immigration from outside the country and from within the territorial United States. Now, a leader of the Arizona Democrats progressive caucus, Dan O'Neill, explained his support for censoring cinema. He says, quote, the progressive caucus is very concerned with Kristen Cinema's voting record. We love her, as we love all Democrats, but we want her to vote like a Democrat rather than supporting Trump half the time. Huh. We want her to do what we tell her to do. We want her to do what we tell her to do. Not what she wants to do. Crazy, isn't it? A bit of an exaggeration as cinema doesn't vote with Republicans half the time, by the way. Her vote to confirm William Barr wasn't a decisive factor in his confirmation. As the veteran attorney general was confirmed with a comfortable 54 votes. Cinema also voted with Republicans in favor of programs that would actually enact deportation orders for migrants ruled to have invalid asylum claims. The Arizona Progressives do, do seem more upset about her record with regards to environmental policy. However, it wouldn't be the first time a senator was censored by activists within their own party in the Grand Canyon state. John McCain was censored by Arizona Republicans for his support of amnesty legislation in 14. If Democrats are inclined to censor a senator as nominally moderate as cinema, there's no telling as to the insanity they would release should they gain control over the Senate, White House, or the Supreme Court. They're the dictators. See, that's the crazy thing about all of this. They're the dictators. They're the people that want to tell you what to do. They're the people, not the Republicans. It's amazing. It's amazing to watch these people sit there and tell you that they're for you when they're not. They're not for you. They don't care about you. They only care about their policies. That's it. They don't care about you. They could give two craps less about you. They don't care about the little man. I said this yesterday, which actually surprised me a little bit. In Barack Obama's economy, the rich got richer and the poor stayed the same. In Trump's America, with tax reform, low-wage workers are seeing the most benefit from the tax reform as where the highest paid people are not. But yet the left tells you the exact opposite is going on. The left tells you the exact opposite is going on. They tell you that Republicans are Democrats. And I'm seeing this meme fly around Facebook now that says, man, it's amazing that Republicans can get impeached for what Democrats do. They can get convicted of what Democrats are currently doing because it's true. And now you see this whistleblower crap. You see this stuff going on. You see them getting played by Corey Lewandowski and the damn the, the Democrats are going to hell. I mean they are. They're just ridiculous. They're terrible. I mean, it's not even it's not even a point anymore. They're just literally not for you. Now I want to finish the program here. Before I do that, head over to the matlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. T-shirts are there. Hats will be there in about a week. I'll have more hats at The Matlock Show hats are fantastic. Little trucker hats. I mean, I love my hat. It's a Richardson. They're really well made. The colors are good. I mean, it came out great. You can head over and get your hat, get your t-shirt, matlockshow.com L-O-C-K-E. But you can click on the link while you're over there to Verb Forever. Now, Verb Forever is a CBD oil company. And I'm telling you, CBD oil is a big thing now. Aches and pains, headaches, um, anxiety, to name a few helps you sleep. We've got the highest quality CBD oil over there. And if you're a first-time customer, okay, listen to me carefully. If you're a first-time customer, if you use Verve, V-E-R-V-E 5-0, you will get 50% off your order. Better hurry up. Those kind of things don't stick around for long. Use Verb50 as a first time customer, you will get 50% off your initial order of CBD. Now, not only do we have oil, we got cream. And I'm telling you, I'm hearing great things about it. You can rub it on your sore knee, your back, your elbow. It works fantastically. And it is flying off the shelves. Get over to that link, thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. Hit that Verve Forever link. Put Verve five zero in if you're a first-time buyer. If not, use Verve 20, V-E-R-V-E. You'll save 20%. Get over there and get it now. I mean, I'm telling you. The CBD oil is crazy, and it's some of the best on the market today. You just got to go over to that link on my website, thematlockshow.com. Hit Ver Forever, that link. That's my page because that's how I get paid. I'm a capitalist. Thank you very much. But we ordered it for our dog. I'm telling you, he's doing great. I mean, he's doing better than he was. It obviously works. I can talk to you firsthand about it. I just ordered my second bottle of it. It's fantastic. Verveforever.com. Head over to the com. Hit that verve link. Use Verve 50 if you're a first-time buyer or verve two zero. Get 20% off today. Do it now. All right. Going to finish up the show here. Got about, eh, about 12 minutes here. Um, climate change. You know, I get so sick. Once again, the left, the left tries to tell you that us little peons here, us little humans, have the ability to completely screw up the environment. That it's all our fault, that the world's going to burn, that we've got 10 years left, and then all hell hits the fan, right? They've been saying that for years. I mean, Al Gore, I know for a fact Al Gore's like, oh, you know, the ice caps are going to melt, the polar bears, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be in five years. Rush Limbaugh put a counter up over at RushLimbaugh.com. It's coming with. Guess what? Polar bears are still alive. Ice is actually getting larger in Antarctica, and these people are crazy. But here's the thing that drives me nuts. Here's an article. I want you to listen to this. Teen, teen, teen climate activist, Jamie Margolin, testified before the House Committee on Foreign Affairs and Select Committee on the Climate Crisis alongside fellow activist, teen Greta Thunberg, on Wednesday and declared that the climate crisis is directly linked to colonialism and slavery. Now, let's start off with the obvious, right? First of all, you're a freaking teen. What the hell do you know? Not a damn thing. I mean, do you ever remember? I grew up in a time as being a younger person, you were to be seen and not heard. That was respect, right? You didn't talk unless you were talked to. That was the rule. And that was a steadfast rule in my house. You are not unpolite. You were not disrespectful, and you did not talk to an adult unless you were talked to. And now we got these teeny boppers in the House committee lecturing us about climate crisis. Now, can anybody tell me what you knew at 14, 15, 16? Not a damn thing. I talked about this yesterday, eco-anxiety. This is just a made-up pile of poop that the left is trying to feed you. And now what do they do? They they prance out these little teeny boppers and say, oh, look, they're all worried about the economy. The Seattle native, Jamie Margolin, joined by Greta Thunberg, the famed European climate activist. They're activists. They're teens. Go to school. Go do your hair. Go hang out with your friends. The climate isn't ending anytime soon. You're morons. And I don't care if you're a famed European climate activist. Go back to your country. We don't want you here. Well, Thunberg, who is a famed European climate activist, who recently received stunning accolades from, guess who, President Obama, told U.S. lawmakers that her generation lives with constant fear and despair due to the climate crisis and added that climate change is directly linked to colonialism, slavery, and natural resource extraction. This girl is talking out her ass. Colonialism? I mean, does she understand what colonialism is? Do, do, does she get that? does she care? I mean, this is made for TV type stupid stuff. I come on. I mean, you're going to you're going to march your happy little butt out there and tell me that the policy or practice of acquiring full or partial political control over another country, occupying it with settlers and exploiting it economically is what is leading to climate change? And cow farts? Let's not forget cow farts. Teenagers. You know what she says? This is a quote. I want the entirety of Congress, in fact, the whole U.S. government, to remember the fear and the despair that my generation lives with every day, and I want you to hold on to it. No, no, here's what I want you to do, Missy. Go shut up, sit down, and act like a teenager and live your damn life and let the adults in the room. Have the conversation. Because you're not smart enough to understand. You've been brainwashed by a freaking society who believes that your voice matters, which it doesn't. You're a teenager. You don't know shit. I mean, that's the hard honest truth. I'm sorry. My 14-year-old didn't know shit. And it was my job to teach both of them. So don't come in here and lecture me in my country about what I'm doing when you've barely reached puberty. Go find a boyfriend. Go get on Snapchat. Go enjoy your life. Go play. Go act like a child and stop being brainwashed by a bunch of morons who are using you as political pawns. God, I'm mad today. I'm, it's mad. It's angry Matlock Day. I didn't even realize it. Might be angry later on the Big Sard show. You never know. But these kids, I mean, I'm sorry. I have kids. My daughter's going to be 21 in April. My son's going to be 18. I raised them. And I'm going to tell you, they didn't know shit at 13, 14, 15 years of age. I didn't know crap at that age. You didn't know it either. But here we are. These poor kids are being played by these knuckleheads. Now it goes on. She says, how do I even begin to convey to you, what it feels like to know that within my lifetime the destruction that we have already seen from the climate crisis will only get worse," she added, suggesting that her dreams really do not matter because her generation has been committed to a planet that is collapsing. We're all gonna burn! Oh no, we're dead in ten years if you don't start paying money to the government. How do you think people? How do you think people felt in the Cold War? Seriously, how do you think kids felt growing up? in the 40s, 50s and 60s. When we were at each other's throats, Russia, the Bay of Pigs, JFK, all that stuff. Nobody sit there and said, "Oh my god, oh my god, I can't. Oh, I can't do anything because the world's going to be gone in 10 years because Russia and America are going to annihilate each other and here we go again." Here we go again. Go live your life. But yet we've got this is what irritates me more. We got teenagers. We've got kids. When I was a kid, I never worried about the weather. Seriously. If it wasn't raining, I was on my bike and I was either working at the hog farm down the road, or I was down at the schoolyard playing with the neighborhood boys. I never worried about, oh my God, the the ozone layers deteriorating or we're, or we're we're the, 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 the temperature is rising by one Celsius over the next hundred years. Oh this the, the sea levels are rising. But yet we got these clown shows now, where these teen climate activists and this little knucklehead from Europe comes over and tells us how terrible we are and that the planet is collapsing. We're in crisis. Now she scolded lawmakers, telling them they should be ashamed because youth climate activists should not have to exist. No, go play. And if you scolded me, I'd like look, lady, you, little girl, you want us spanking? How dare you chide me? I'm the adult. You're a moron. You don't even know what the hell you're talking about. (sighs) I shouldn't say that. That's how I feel. I mean, who's the adult in the room? Seriously. Who is the adult in the room? Why are we allowing teenagers? Why did we even have this little select committee? Why did we even have this little pony show? You know why? Because Democrats want you and I to feel bad because we're killing the planet. No, we're not. And if you think for a second that we have any effect on this, you're crazy. The climate has been changing. I can tell you, and I've said this before and I'm going to say it again as I in this program today. I remember growing up and they said, "Oh, we're going into we're going in to a mini ice age. The earth is going to cool." And I did a story. This is what irritates me more than anything else. First of all, these kids are stupid. I'm going to say it right now. They're dumb. They're being fed bad information, and they're going out there, and they're parroting what they're being told because they don't know any damn better because they're kids, and it sucks, and it's ridiculous, and they're being abused, and this is in some ways child abuse because they probably are worried. They've probably been told this garbage their entire life, and they are fearful of what's going on. I, I, I don't doubt that. So that's first. Second, I covered a story about a year ago because I do ag, I'm a recruiter in the ag field, and there are weather stations all over this country. That's how you get your weather on your phone, weather.com, The Weather Nation, owned by America's Voice. You know, that's how you get your weather in your area is they take it off of that weather station. Well, scientists have been collecting that data for years, right? Well, there's missing data from those weather stations for whatever reason. So what do they do? They make it up to make it worse. 40%, 40%, by the way, 40% of the data from the weather has been made up by scientists who have been paid by climate change alarmists to make you feel like the earth is warming when it really isn't. In every year, oh, this is the hottest summer on record. Oh, this is the hottest summer on record. This summer, I'm going to tell you, I let, just let me give you a personal view here. Last summer was my first summer in Texas. We had 41 days in the summer where it hit 100 degrees consecutively. 41 consecutive days in Fort Worth, Texas, that it reached 100 degrees last summer, right? This summer, we had 11. Did you hear me? 41 straight days, 41 consecutive days last year of 100-plus heat down here in the south. This year, we had 11. But you know what? It was the hottest summer on record. How? You're telling me that the hottest summer on record at 11 days... Was hotter than 41 days of 100 degrees? Just an average and mean alone, you're wrong. I, it, it's just stupid. But these poor kids are being played. They're being played. And you can see it firsthand. You, we're, we're not... We, this is so ridiculous. And all this is is a grab for your money. All it is is a grab for your money. And they're throwing in Colonialism. They're throwing in slavery. They're throwing in natural resources. But guess what, knuckleheads? You're going to need some natural resources to make batteries for those electric cars. See, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. So if you don't know what the hell you're talking about, you shouldn't talk about it. But again, they're going to march these little teeny boppers out there. They're going to exploit them. They're going to make sure, oh, well, look at those poor little kids. Do you see them? Oh, my God, it must be terrible. They live in fear every day. They don't know if the Earth's going to be here tomorrow. Well, you may not be here tomorrow. You could get hit by a train. I could die of a heart attack from yelling into this microphone. I could stroke out. No one's guaranteed anything. And if you think that you're affecting the weather or climate one bit, you're effing crazy. Man, it was a great show today. Angry Matt came out. I'm telling you what, make sure that's it for today. I'm I'm gonna hit the music here in a few seconds. Make sure, make sure tonight you catch me on the Big Sard show. 6 p.m. Eastern. Find out where you can catch that. I'll be on there. I don't know what we're talking about. I may be angry again. I don't know. Head over to my website, thematlockshow.com, L O C K E. Keep sharing that. Blow it up. The Cartel Matt, Instagram, Parlor, Twitter at Real Matt Lock. Do it, do it, do it. I got hats. I got t-shirts. I'm traveling everywhere. I'm on America's Voice News. You can watch me live on video Monday through Friday, 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's all I got for today. I might go drink. Hell, I could be half cocked by the time I get to the big charge show today. I'm irritated. But thank you for listening. For today, The Matlock Show, it's out. Hey there, podcast fans. Are you looking for a new true crime podcast? Check out Gangster House, the new podcast from Imperative Entertainment. Gangster House has everything. Hospital hitmen, FBI informants, a prison escape, a van explosion, and so much more. I'm Jason Hoke, creator of Gangster House and producer of podcast mega hits, Atlanta Monster, Broken Hearts, and Monster, the Zodiac Killer. Listen to Gangster House right now on your favorite podcast player.